guys, I'm Cookie. Welcome back to the Skills Room, and this is Offscript. Hopefully, you really enjoyed the episodes we've done so far. As always, I'm joined by the East Coast Iniesta, Mr. Lewis Wright. How are you, righty? Fantastic. Got another great episode tonight. Fantastic. Who you got for us tonight? Again, as I say every week, another good mate of mine. Um, picked up the phone. He, no qualms about coming on. He is the East Coast Javi, if I'm the East Coast Iniesta. It's Mr. Adam Milson. How are you, Millie? I'm very well, mate. How are you? Perfect. It's going to be a good episode. As I said off, off camera, mate, I've got two pages of notes. We need to get through it. Wow. Or else we could be here all night. <laughs> We're scratching uh, the battle. We've got two pages of notes. <laughs> Wowzers. Um, so, obviously, before we crack on, Cookie, did you want to just plug the, the pages again, like you did last week? Yeah, of course I can. Uh, just want to say thank you for all the people that have donated so far. We've got an NHS and a BU uh, Boston United Community Foundation uh, just giving pages. So if you want to go and support either of them, uh, they're doing great work and the Community Foundation will continue to do great work um, as well as the NHS uh, in future. So if you want to go support them, the links will be down below. There you go, righty. That's awesome. <laughs> We've got, the, we've got the usual format tonight. Um, obviously, Millie's going to talk about his pathway in, YT days. He's got a few stories up his sleeve. First team days, which obviously had highs and, and, and very much lows as well. Um, and we've got a 1 to 11 coming up later in the episode. So, Millie, let's start off. Um, obviously, this is being recorded the day after when it's meant to be scheduled because you're very busy at the minute in normal in normal life, hitting deadlines. Uh, <laughs> how's it all? How's it all been with the with the COVID stuff? And are you looking forward to getting back playing? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Can't wait to get back playing first and foremost. Um, it's been grim, hasn't it, for us all with COVID? Uh, I suppose we got back playing Boxing Day for one game. Uh, we won away at Brig. Real high buzz. And then, yeah, a couple of weeks after, shut down again, and, and nothing since. So it's been it's been grim, been pounding the roads to try to keep fit and keep the weight <laughs> off. But it's um, yeah, just looking forward to get back going now. Yeah, I think everyone's become a bit mo really, haven't they? Over over lockdown, really pushing <laughs> it. Um, I've become Bradley Wiggins uh, on the bike. So you know, you you got to do what you got to do to stay fit. Um, because obviously football literally is now just around the corner um, and hopefully we'll get, get back to some normality. So let, let's start at the beginning for the journey of Millie then. So what, what age did you, did you get into playing football? Um, was it very early on or was, it, was you a late developer? Nah, mad, mad keen from early on, Lewis. So yeah, as soon as you could, as soon as you could walk as kicking a football, uh, as soon as you could get involved in juniors football, I was down at East Coast. I think I joined a year early, so I was playing up an age group um, at East Coast until my age took off. And then um, dad, my dad took over the team with Tim Cowdell, so I was obviously like manager's player of the year every year. <laughs> nailed on, nailed on starting every game. <laughs> kept, uh, kept, that, uh, kept that theme throughout his career, Cookie. Yeah, <laughs> never dropped. So they, yeah, and then um, I think actually it was Paul Rayner who came and, and watched some East Coast matches uh, when I was it's perhaps under 15s age, 
and right. sort of invite, invited us to come along uh, and have a, a bit of a trial with the centres. It was still relatively new then, the centres of excellence. And then, um, yeah, went, went in from them. My first game was on trial. was away at Notts County, uh, turned up, and <laughs> the lads were sort of saying, oh, the, the usual guy's not here today. There's this uh, there's a Scottish chap, ex, ex-army, he's taking the team. Steve Welsh. <laughs> it was an eye opener, yeah, from East Coast days where everything was sort of like nicey nice. And then Welsh was telling me to stamp on someone's toes after two minutes and sling their head backwards to Edward. But yeah, it was a, it was a learning curve, a steep one, yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously, yeah, as a, a toddler growing up, you said your dad took over with uh, with Tim. Obviously, I know Tim very well as well. Um, top man. Um, did you did you ever go on trial anywhere? Did you did you obviously? I know that you're a Grimsby Town fan. Um, as away from, I think, are you Arsenal as well? You're Arsenal, aren't you? Yeah, yeah I'm um, Arsenal. Yeah. But, you know, Grim, Grimsby Town uh, fan. Obviously, at being at East Coast, they had a bit of a link with Grimsby Town as well. Did you ever get sort of swayed to go across there on trial or? or no, I mean when. When the when the centres were were first setting up, um, so there was like Grimsby and there was Boston, they were they were asking sort of like 30, 40 lads to go at the start of the season and then picking a, a squad of sixteen or maybe twenty from it. Um, yeah. So there was always I wasn't mad keen on going across when there was like forty lads going there and then they'll pick 20 and then afterwards, if you didn't get in, you sort of like go back to East Coast with your tail between your legs. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just kind of like watched it out early doors and then thought, as I get older, I'll look to sort of get involved. And then obviously when, when Paul Rayner sort of asked us to go at that that sort of age where he was getting a bit towards youth team age, then that's that's when I thought, yeah, now it's now, now's the time to have a go at it. That's, that's quite strange because, you know, you're one of the first ones to come on and, and say about Reigns um, getting involved. So, obviously, that's Football League days when he was here with Evans, um, obviously going around the, the local clubs having a look. So, that's interesting to know. I, you know, I, I've worked at the club many years, as you know, and I didn't know that Paul Rayner had gone and sort of scouted people. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how regular it was or whether he was... He had a friend connected to like one of the lads in our team. Right. Uh, so I think that was the connection, the link. I don't know whether that was a regular thing for him to go out into right. scouting. Like, yeah. So um, at East Coast, did you was you always a midfielder, or did you did you trial other positions? <laughs> no, I started, I started knowing, up top. Knowing, knowing you and your personality, you probably say you play everywhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but was you always a midfielder, energetic midfielder, as it states in your Boston United profile? <laughs> I think I started that. Lee, Craig Singleton asked me in one interview. Uh, he said, "What if you get into the first team, then Adam? What are you what are you going to bring?" And I think one of the first things I said was like energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I start, started out up top actually, uh, and it was probably my dad, if anything, that said that changed that. Uh, it it was kind of of the opinion like. You're gonna make it if you're gonna make a go of it up top, you've gotta you've got to either be really quick or have something special like a bit of a gift. Whereas anywhere else on the pitch, it's it perhaps 
not quite like that. Or that yeah. was the opinion about it at an early age. So, yeah, then they just... I think naturally when I was early on playing up top, I wanted to come get the ball more or follow it a bit more. So that was just a lure to come back into midfield and try to sort of be involved a little bit more all, all around. Yeah. Um, so when you was at secondary school, um, grammar boy, I believe, um, yeah. very, well, very well educated, just like my That's brother it. and my dad. Uh, <laughs> who's on. So, what happened with uh, you? <laughs> <Don't> know. <laughs> who knows so um did you get ever pick for county did you play for county as well yeah uh fortunate enough to captain the county actually yeah so represented the county um did we, we did the uh england schoolboy trials and got named as a reserve or something. So that was a bit of a low point, if you like, a bit gutted. But played for the East of England. We played Australia schoolboys. They right. come over and we give them a game. Um, beat them, actually, yeah. But no, unfortunately, didn't make the, the full England schoolboys squad. It's a shame. And um, obviously, you said about Reigns um, coming to watch the game, you getting involved. What age did you say that was at? The under... 15s, so you've under 15s, it's our under 15s or 14s, yeah, where he first come, asked me to sort of come over. Um, and it was there was no training sessions as such, it was just like first games away, not counting. So, what, what was what was sort of the natural progression? So, did you was you playing with the East Coast, or did you have to then make a decision to go to Boston? And or could you play for both at the time, or yeah, at the t- <laughs> Perhaps a bit naughty, and, and and rules now would probably prevent you from doing so uh, for too much football. But yeah, at the time the the, the under 14, 15 games were sort of like real early kickoffs, yeah. and if um, if East Coast was on a afternoon, I'd perhaps go play one at Boston. And obviously, that was first, which was ideal. And then if I had left, <laughs> I'd go to the East Coast game <laughs> afterwards. Obviously. Like more often than not, I'd be named as sub because it, it needed to be fair on all the lads that were sort of like playing. Um, but but yeah, I'd perhaps get on and get half an hour for East Coast as well. It was just love of playing back. Well, I suppose still, I was going to say back then, but it's, yeah, it just couldn't get enough of playing football. Well, I know I know that first time because you come to help me out in a few games as well. And uh, just because you love football, um, <laughs> which is what it should be about. So... <clears throat> How how did the um, the youth team come about? Because obviously you was part of the under nineteen setup. Um, you didn't opt to take the scholarship. You was still a schoolboy, weren't you? You stayed with grammar school. Yeah, um, I was a schoolboy. Yeah. Uh, how, but how how did that come about? Did was there um, an evening where you had to make that decision? And you know, how many times did you actually train with the lads? Because I know you was playing on on Wednesdays. If you got obviously day release from school. Yeah, uh, how did it come about? Uh, so yeah, under 16s was getting to that time where um, it was decision time basically, scholar or let you go. Uh, and there was also Boston typically, uh, like it or not, some people did, some people didn't. Boston invited lots of other young lads that had been released from, say, bigger clubs from around the country for trial, trial days. Uh, yeah. And if lads impressed on those days, then more often than not, the track record was like some of them would get scholarships and other lads that miss out that have been there all year. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of that going on, but 
I was always, yeah, like you say, education. I didn't want to let that go. And and turns out I was writing <laughs> with the injuries I picked up and football didn't work out for me. Um, so I just, yeah, stopped the club and said, look, if, I, if I'm not looking for a scholarship, I'm looking for a schoolboy, can, can my decision be any quicker? And, and yeah, it was just a case of, yeah, if all you're looking for is a schoolboy, not the full scholarship, then then yeah, we'll offer you a schoolboy, and that was it. It was sort of done and dusted a little bit earlier because I wasn't hanging on trying to get the scholarship. Yeah. So, how often did you get for um, training and stuff then? Yeah, so it's just a day release, but obviously there was a few exceptional times where um, FA Youth Cup for one, when we was preparing for that. I think there was a few times where I had an extra extra morning or extra afternoon, and it was. Yeah, Grandma were really good with it. To be fair, they they had sort of a scheme whereby as long as I caught back up uh, and did the work in sort of my own time, they weren't too fussed. Um, which I started off really good at, and then in the second year got got pretty slack out. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so o- overall, sort of, how, how was your time? And sort of, you mentioned Steve earlier. Steve, I was taking you. That, that random Scottish guy, as you said, on that on that 15s game. Um, so, uh, how big an influence, influence on you was he? Yeah, it was a, massive, to be fair. So, from, I mean, our, our coach at under 15, 16 level, once I got sort of like signed, if you like, he, he departed. Uh, I don't, I'm not too sure why, but well, she was kind of like, took over us and then was doing the youth team. So, feel like that helped me in some way because he saw me the whole way through whereas I guess if other players or people have had different coaches year to year so you're always trying to impress the new guy whereas I was lucky enough to have Welshie the whole way through and yeah. then when I got when I was lucky enough to get in the first team if you like I suppose I started off with Tommy and it was I was sort of like a bit part player off the bench here and there and then Welshie come in as the interim and again like call it luck, call it working hard for Welshie or whatever, I suppose you get thrown in the team. So, um, yeah, he was a massive... Well, Welshie knew what he was about and he? he knew what he could bring to the table. And at that time, you know, as I spoke about with Jono and Jacko and, and Butch and people, there was the opportunities there for young lads yeah. to step up. So, um, during, during youth team days, many was there sort of... Any standouts which you would, which you would class? Obviously, from a schoolboy coming into like the scholars, when when you was coming into that team, you're like, yeah, I've got to fight for my place there. He's got a bit about him. Potentially, he could make it. But was there yeah. anybody you sort of identified? Um, so the year, I suppose, the year above me. Well, no, two years above. Firstly, you had um, you had Brooks. Is it Liam? Liam Lewis. Brooks? Lewis. Lewis. Brooks. Lewis, yeah. Lewis Brooks, and then you had Rob Norris. Well, no, Rob Norris was like technically the best player there, yeah. um, and and good enough to go in the first team at the time, in my opinion, under under Steve Evans. But obviously, I think he might. He, he perhaps did get offered like a six month deal or something, but it, it didn't quite work out. But he was certainly good enough. Um, yeah. The year below that, they, you you then had Jamie Stevens. Um, obviously got in the team, scored on debut, I think, against Notts County again, actually, funny enough, I reckon. Um, so, yeah, again, he was 
the standout. But alongside him, you had uh, a lad called Richard Chin, uh, centre half or sort of like holding midfield player. That again, he was he was very very good, but he couldn't keep himself fit, Lewis. <laughs> 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 he was always struggling. He, he we used to be like going out to training, and he'd have like Evans telling him that he needs to go down to uh, Jeff Mulder and get in the sauna or get in the gym. And <laughs> so he was doing that before training, then going training. But he, again, he was, yeah, he was he was certainly one of the better players there. But um, fitness was, was his killer, if you like. And then my year, you had. Um, a young lad that got, I think he come from Wednesday. Was it Nathan Forbes? It, Forbes, yeah, yeah. So he he had like, yeah, loads of ability, just no go, no drive, no nothing <laughs> in him. Um, and he did. So we had the preseason. He was flying. I think we went away to Alpha and won. He scored maybe two of them. Uh, Evans had him in the first team for the rest of the preseason. Then in in League Two, we had him straight in straight in the squad and I think he'd made his debut and then before this season was out I think he, that was it he was done and dusted but one of Boston anymore so it was like it's another one but it, if I had half half his talent with my drive off I might have done alright but <laughs> oh Nathan Forbes um, yeah so would you ever would you ever part of the um, infamous Hitch a ride back to the ground. Was you there that day? Or was you at school with Jacko? When oh, when running from yeah, when, that, that was probably one of Welsh's games, wasn't it? It was like right today you're running back to the ground. Or yeah, the one one back to the ground. It was to the um, the prison camp. Was it North Sea Camp? Oh yeah. So we had, yeah we had he set us off from the training place at is it Kurt, is it Curtin? No, not where Freeston, is it? Freeston. Freeston. Freeston, that's it. He set us off down from the field there and we had to run down to the, the prison camp and back. Uh, but Welsh, you'd be at the front of you, of course, leading it, like charging off like a, a nutter and you'd all be trying to catch it. And then he had these like crazy routines that were, I think they were out of the army, but like, um, what's his name? Doughty. Doughty was getting left behind. So it was like, right, no one gets left behind. Pick him up and carry it. So yeah, there was plenty of days like that. Oh, quality. Um, any you got any other good tales from the from the youth team days? Um, yeah, co- a couple we can't tell. <laughs> uh, it was just an eye opener, Lewis. It really was. So there was like you had the boot skips as well, and there was various forfeits for a worst trainer, and you you ended up in the boot skip, and and there was yeah, your cold showers. So that was what you team was all about. But obviously, coming from East Coast. They'd never seen anything like it or wasn't used to it. So for when you come in as a first year YT and the second years are telling you to get in the boot skip, <laughs> like what's going on here? But, what is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then fast forward that a year on and the new lads were coming in and you were like, right, get in the boot skip. <laughs> boot skip. <laughs> um, when you um, you got to that age where you passed your test, you had that nice. What was it? The old Astra. Was it the bird yeah. of the Astra? <laughs> Now, Cookie, I had to. I've been, I, I told um, told my folks about this. I said, I am going to get him to tell the story. Now, 
How did you crash that car on the way to Brinsley? <laughs> You've got to tell the story. It's hilarious because he's the one of the luckiest people, right, to get something out of this. So you tell it. Um, you're on the way to a Grimsby Town versus Scunthorpe, is that right? Yeah, so I'm off to, yeah, like, a, yeah, I suppose I like, used to keep that quiet at the time that I was a bit of a Mariners and grew up in <laughs> and then playing for Boston. But yeah, we was on the way, a couple of friends to go watch Grimsby away at Scunthorpe. Uh, and as you're on the dual carriageway, you can sort of see the, the ground on the right hand side. It was a horrible night, like raining and that. And I think what it was, I think we were like looking at the grounds there as we were coming up to the roundabout sort of thing, but traffic had stopped. When I turned back to see traffic had stopped, like it was a bit late, panicked, brake like hell, went into a skip, nudged the car in front of me. Not like no one was here, it wasn't anything like that. And then he just like sort of nudged into the back of the, uh, into the front of the other car. So we were like, oh, like, jumped out of the car, checked everyone was all right, whatever. And then, um, Fancy got Fancy got out of the car in front, did he, with his driver? So the lad next to me was like the biggest Grimsby fan. So he was like, "Oh, here we go. This is like um, Grimsby Town chairman here." This is this jumped. So uh, we, yeah, he jumped out. Anyway, we ended up in the back of I forget whose car, one of the cars, uh, and the lad in front of him actually he jumped out. And fen- Fenty says to us, oh, what's your what's your name? And I was like, oh, Milson, like, exchange detail. They turned to the other lad and says, what's your name? And he was like, Milson. And he was like, you're winding me up here. He was like, do you know each other? I was like, no idea who this guy is. But, yeah, no, we we made it to the game just about about five minutes late, I think. Well, I, I seem to think, did did he get you into the game? Did he give you some tickets? You just crashed yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah so what... There was two of us How with tickets. Two, two <laughs> of us with tickets and two with without tickets. So yeah, I think we got sorted out somehow. Yeah. So. Oh my days! He got he got the chairman's number and tickets into the game. He's the <laughs> I don't know about the chairman's number, but yeah, <laughs> I couldn't get a move though. I tried that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days! So I thought no, I'd get you to tell that way. It tickles me. That does. Um, so. Obviously, you've come through the uh, the 19s. Uh, obviously, highlighted them type of players who, had a, if they had a bit more drive, you, you never know where they might have been. Um, first team. So, um, as I told you when I was trying to get you to come on, um, our stat man, Christian James, at Boston United Stats on Twitter, he, he was asking for me to get you on. He's a massive fan. Um, he's... He's done the stats for you, and I think that's why I've got If I remember correctly, Lewis, from, from Sipsy, Sipsy Free Primary School, is that right? He was at the time, yeah. Matt, yeah. He said if there was one person who should have made it, it's that, it's that Adam Milson, was his words. Ah, so, um, so your, your first team stats, and then we'll, we'll discuss your time with the first team. So in 07, 08... Um, you made one appearance and that was just as a sub. Um, I think that's transitioned from probably your nine, under 19 days. Yeah. Um, in the 08-09, uh, incredibly, you made 46 appearances, 31 starts and 15 as sub, and you got five goals. Um, 
I think that's the famous one at therapy. It's in the bad <laughs> I did not. That's a bad camera angle. I did not disavow you. He's done the cheesiest celebration ever. I um, think it's the Mark Newsham before Mark Newsham called it the Mark Newsham. <laughs> <laughs> In the 09-10 season, you made five appearances with two starts and three as a sub. Um, and then, obviously, whatever happened uh, in 2010-11, one appearance just as a sub, and then 11-12 season, three appearances, two sub. Uh, sorry, two starts and one as a sub. Um, your debut came away at Barrow, March yeah. 2008 many, many moons ago as a sub in a 1-0 defeat. Um, in the 08-09, you made 15 appearances on the Tommy, only a sub. Then, I believe Welsh, you might have taken over and that's when it all changed. Yeah, that's it. Um, you had to wait until November 2008 to make your full debut. First goal came at home to Kids Grove. I remember that very fondly because me and the boys from work was like buzzing for you because I believe he was working with it probably then was you? Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's right. Um, and you know, you, you got you got your goal, um, six nil, and honestly, we went mental in the town end. One of the few times <laughs> I've actually stood in the town end before. Um, your first start came against Frickley at home, um, in Welsh's first game, uh, and then you started thirty-one out of thirty-three games before the injury away at Nantwich, which will cover the injury in a bit, because um, obviously that was a bit of a defining point for you. Um, your goals uh, came against Stamford, linked Shield final, which we lost four-one. Yeah, you, you scored against. You like scoring against these. You scored against Spalding twice in the UPL Cup, one-six-one after extra time. And away at North Therapy, which is the badge, arms down. Uh, <laughs> that I absolutely slaughtered you for. Um, <laughs> then you you got from that season, you got the five times, not one, not two, not three, not four, five awards at the end of the season, which I think was every single award. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Bar top goal scorer, mate. I didn't quite get that one. I'm probably guessing it was probably Noosh, was it? Uh, no, I think it was Ollie Ryan. Was it Was it Oles? I need to get him on, actually. Um, and then you made two sites in two, uh, 2009-10 versus Hucknall in the League Cup and Grantham Lynx Shield final winning 1-0. Was that the night? Was that the second night? That's the second one, yeah. That's the second one, which we'll come back to. Um... And 2010-11, you were sub in Link Shield against Grantham, then didn't play again um, until 2011-12, where you made two starts at home to Histon and away at Nuneaton. Um, so, quite a bit there. Like, it could be my writing being big, uh, covering the page. But um, how was it? How was it? Let, let's discuss the first team days. Some good stats, especially in the uh, 08-09 season, given that chance by Welshie. Um, obviously, I think the Kids Grove game came with Tommy, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> was that the famous game where there was one lad who was injured? He got told to stand on the side of the pitch because you used all your subs. Was that the Danny Matson game where he got injured? I don't remember that. 
remember, I remember, I thought, I thought it was that game where we use all the subs. I know what happened. Um, I ended up, I can't remember who got, it might have been Farrell. I, someone got injured, I come on fairly early. And whoever got, I think it was Farrell, he got injured. I think he had the armband on, Skipper's armband. So he come over to the side and obviously passed me the armband. Um, and I turned around to Tommy and, and was like, who wants this then? And he sort of like swore at me, grunted, and said, just stick it on. <laughs> Running on the crowd and punching the armband on, and then obviously scored. So I was, I think there's still a few pitches kick about, and I've got the armband on. I'm like a youngest lad on the pitch. But... <laughs> awesome. Can you remember your goal? Yeah, it's about. Uh, we actually used to work on that, to be fair. It's one of these ones that, like, plan come off. So, big thing Tommy Taylor used to do all the time was like, Hit the back stick, all his crosses wide right around the back that back post. So um, it was just a yeah, make the run to the back post and hope that the ball comes. And it did, and it was a yeah, tapping really, but they'll count, don't they? I, I think I think I remember Beeson always saying about <laughs> he always had to hit deep crosses, uh, yeah. <laughs> or everything everything was deep. Um, oh, pork chop for <laughs> yeah. And to be to be honest, Jack Jacko mentioned it last week. Uh, Obviously, he used to get stick from Tommy. He'd have to clean his car out if he didn't do it right. So, <laughs> um, you didn't get anything like that, I suppose. He trusted you in the captaincy, didn't he? So, he was top player. I think it was just easier to see it. So, shut up and get on with it and get on the pitch. <laughs> but, but you mentioned the likes of Dave Farrell there and, and obviously Ollie as the top goal scorer and um, everything. But, yeah, you know, training and obviously playing with them boys, what was that like for you? especially coming through the ranks? Uh, yeah, I mean, looking back, it, like, it was great. At the time, you were just like... Like, obviously, I was, I was desperate to get a first start and it wasn't quite happening under Tommy, so you were just, like, saw them as people in in, in your shirt, if you see what I mean. So yeah. it was all competition. But, uh, like, looking back, it was great fun. They always... They always treated you well. Don't get me wrong; you got a lot of stick, stick and a lot of banter being like young lads, but like it, it's all in good spirit. Um, then you mentioned the debut there. There was like Barrow and Workington that season where we went away. It was in the changing rooms, and Paul Ellender was there, uh, and he was like putting his hand on my shoulder, and he was like really looking after me. And thought, like, oh, this is spot on here. Like he's making sure I'm fine here. And then I was thinking, this is getting a bit OTT here. Like, why does Ellie keep patting me on the back and stuff? <laughs> anyway, about five minutes later, it clicked that there was about three bags of jelly babies on the bench. And he's been rustling his hands in the jelly babies, covering them with powder, and then patting me on the back for that. <laughs> 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 so all the lads are there killing themselves. And I'm this young, naive lad thinking Ellie's looking out for me. Oh, no. Uh, well... That's that's probably where you get your um, like your pranks from. Then you, you, you used to like to wind up a few people, didn't you? I, I remember one time I was Millie was working with me at a school, and I think it could have been a wet play or something at the, the primary school. And can you remember what you did to one of the teacher assistants or one of the helpers with us that day? He got a, he got a black felt tip, and what he was doing, I, I looked at him thinking, what are you doing? And he started colouring in like a back of a sticker. Or it could have been a ruler or something. And then he says, oh, we're going to play a game where I'm going to, I've got to guess what's on your forehead 
or I've got to describe it. It's one of them icebreaker games. And this lad has just gone like that, slapped a sticker on his forehead. But as he's removed it, he's got a rectangle, a black rectangle on his forehead. And I'm thinking, this lad's got helpers at the school in a minute. <laughs> he's, he's obviously influenced by Ellie's little pranks back in the day. Yeah, that's it. It's like, it's like what's done to you, Lewis. You just pass on, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, obviously... Um, during your time with the first team, there was you've been a skeggy lad as well, and you know there was a few ex East Coasters as well in the Parker Brothers. You had Wes yeah. Um Was you there when Connor? Was he was skeg as well? Was you there with Connor Marshall? Nah, I played with him afterwards, but yeah, because he came to Wisbeach with me and he was at Cleethorpes as well, but not right. Yeah. I don't know whether they crossed past at, um, at Boston, but you had the Parker Brothers. Did they obviously take you under under the wing? I, I bet you had a few good car shares. Yeah, that was it. It was all about the cast, yeah. So I, I knew them anyway. For, like, who doesn't know them in Skeg? So <laughs> like, we, um, it, it was a great laugh, to be fair. They, they were probably some of the, the most fun times I've had playing football uh, yeah. without car school. And then the other one, I suppose, Gary King come on loan. So he was in the same East Coast team with me. Didn't we? So, yeah. Um, so he'd come from Lincoln to Boston for a loan spell, didn't he? I don't think it lasted too long, but. You're currently playing in the same team as him now, right? Yeah, it's definitely yeah. now. Hey, all full circle. So I'll put you on the spot. Which one's the better Parker brother? Oh, crunch question that. Macaulay. Macaulay, <laughs> good answer. <laughs> good answer. Yeah, he's doing all right. Um, so... With your um your first team days, so you, oh, Tommy, then into Welshy. Um, Welshy, you obviously saved the club. You we obviously got the the five awards. How was that? Before we go on to the other managers, how was it? You know, as a young lad, you know, winning those accolades. Yeah, it was like the perfect pick me up. Obviously, I was um, it was probably less than a month from when I'd just broken my leg away at Nantwich, so. It, yeah, it was a lot of doom and gloom. We were obviously in a relegation battle as well. Uh, so I was sort of like missing out. Not missing out, but I was mad keen to be involved in that. Missing football, yeah. got a broken leg. So, yeah, it was a perfect pick-me-up. Um, but it was just nice to be recognised, I guess. Yeah, well, it, I, on my notes here in front of me, I, I was sort of going to cover the injury in a bit, but... Obviously, you mentioned the Nantwich. It's come up twice now. So it's a bit of a defining moment for you. Because, um, see, I knew you very well then anyway. And we was all gutted because we all had extra sessions to do, uh, thanks to you. <laughs> but, um, but at the same time, obviously, when a friend goes down, and me personally as a fan as well, it is upsetting um, at the same time. You know, how, what, what sort of, if you, what's your recollections of the night at Nantwich? Was it, was it going well for you or did you think... Uh, something bad might happen or, you know... No, nah, just, just another game. Like, and how, did it, how, did, how did it come about? Was it, a, was it a tackle? Did you did you go in wrong or, you know, could nah, something have yeah. been different? Just, yeah, just another game, Lewis. So, like, if you don't, if you've ever been to Nambridge, it, it, it got back then anyway. Certainly, it was, like, lovely, lovely settled. The pitch was, like... Right. So you, you were turning up and you were like, this is all right. There was sprinklers turned on. We were thinking, happy days, like, the play here <laughs> 
I think we went, we were 1-0 down. We ended up getting hammered that night. I think we were 1-0 down when it happened. Um, we were on the counter-attack. I think Rick, Ricky knew it, but I think he set me, he set the ball back to me. It was potential to be dangerous. I nicked it past Matey, and I'd never say that he went to break my leg, but he went to make sure the counter-attack didn't continue. Right. Uh, but like, my leg was planted and it just, yeah, that's kind of it, really. And then... Which it, one was it? Le- le- left or right? Uh, right leg, yeah. Hurt, hurt an incredible amount, but thought at first I'm, like, paying all these and I'll, I'll play on sort of thing. And then, obviously, Katie ran on. Uh, it was, yeah, none of this sort of stretcher and oxygen sort of thing. It was... Um, yeah arm round two lads and, and hop off the pitch. Um, so, yeah, we did that. The old fashioned... Say again? The old-fashioned crutches. Yeah, that was it. Got, got the side of the pitch and was, like, waiting, thinking, oh, what's going on here? Like, uh, and um, Stan, what's... Andrew Stan, is it Stan Oak? Stan Oak, yeah. He was, like, helping Welshie at the time. So he, ran, he, he like ran past me to appeal for something or shout at the line and give some abuse out. Anyway, he clipped my leg and it like it was excruciating. I was, yeah, in bits. So I think that's when Katie said, oh, you, you probably ought to go get checked out. But when my mum and dad had come to watch that game, obviously I was on the team bus. I think my dad ended up taking me to Crew Hospital in mum's Audi TT. And mum ended up going back on the team bus, sat next to the chairman. (laughs) 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 And yeah, I ended up in hospital in crew till about four in the morning and drove home with Abby in Castle. So, yeah, it's um, not good. But to be fair, you, um, when when you did get the injury, um, you did become an incredible FIFA player, didn't you? So yeah. there was a positive to come out of it. Cookie, he was unreal. I, 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 I'm now 34. I can admit to him. Back then, I would say no, he wasn't, like we all do. <laughs> uh, he used to say, "Go on, say it. Go and tell me I'm an incredible FIFA player." I'm like, "No, Millie, I'm not going to. I'm not going to acknowledge you, right?" But probably now, I'm going to acknowledge he was unbelievable because he had plenty of time, sat down, leg up, practicing. That was life, but. <laughs> That was life. Um, you give you a run for your money, Cookie. Um, <laughs> so, you know, like I say, leg up a lot of time, controller in hand. You know, what what can you do to keep fitness and stuff like that? There's not much you can do apart from sit there and wait it out. What was sort of the rehab sort of stuff behind getting your back playing, the, the strengthening stuff, what you needed to do? Decay yeah. the program. So obviously, when I, when I first got my my part off and then like obviously looked at my leg it's just like you know broken a bone and had it in pot for ages you just know what and it was like you couldn't really um, bend my knee and um, yeah it's grim so steady process first it was walking then it was like right when am I allowed to run and just got back running but then it was I was running with a limp I yeah. couldn't get rid of the limp and then everyone was sort of telling me it's it's psychological um, but Sorry, is there a jangle going on in the background? Can you hear that? <laughs> um, anyway, so got kind of got back playing, but I was I was limping whilst playing. 
So yeah. I almost had to pull myself out and say, like, something's not right here. This is, I'm not the sort of lad, like, oh, it's in my head, I'm scared about going in a tackle. I was ready to, as soon as someone said, you you can go play, that was all clear for me. I'll go throw myself in the 50-50. Yeah. Uh, um, I, think so, I, I think I remember. I think I remember talking to you and saying, you know, what what happened to you was sort of horrific. And you, you said about the the limp with the run and stuff like that. And it was just one of them where I think I was quite brutally honest with you. Like you, obviously, all the other mates at the club at the time, you just need someone to tackle you. You just need someone to slide at you, and you just take that first initial hit. You know, you know what? I'm all right. And it just breaks the ice, uh, breaks the mould, doesn't it? And you know, um, you know, it's just yeah. But it, well, I'm too trying to do it. So, like, I went away to Penrith. Um, my dad was in the fire service, and he, he had access to like family members to go away to like a rehabilitation week. So I had two weeks right. there, uh, which brought me on no end, to be fair. And then come back and tried to sort of like pick it back up, and that's when I did get back on the bench and then I got my that first start away at Grantham yeah. and then that's um, it's one of the Saunders brothers big big lads anyway he, that wasn't a bad tackle he just fell awkward on me I, he was holding the ball up I was back from a corner he, he just fell awkward on me and fell on that lag and it, it just went again in the same place uh, can you believe that Cookie first game first game back and it happens again it's you know, it, it is it is unheard of really in football. Uh, same leg, you know, a clumsy, clumsy fall onto someone, and it's it's easily done. Uh, and then then we're back to being like morale quite low again because we've got extra sessions to cover for him. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what is yeah, it? Well, I was, I was gutted, to be fair, like, like uh, my mum and dad obviously came to that game as well. And I was like in the car afterwards and I was like, at this point, no one had said you broke your leg. I can't, that game, I got up and kicked the ball again afterwards. So I tried to play out like I was desperate to play and I just got back in the team, didn't want to come off injured. Yeah. And then you're like already getting murmurs like, oh, Millie just like injury prone or whatever. So you're desperate to carry on. And it, obviously, I had to come off. I think there's a photo like we won that shield that day, and there's a photo there where we're presented with a trophy, and I'm still there, stood at the side, <laughs> like, <laughs> like linked on, got me links cut, trope, like little medal or whatever. And then a bit more of a warrior than John Terry kitting up to get his medal. Yeah, right? that's it. And then I, <laughs> afterwards, sat in the car, with mum and dad, and I was like, legs really starting to hurt now, and they were like, well, is it? is it the same place? I was like, yeah, it's the same place. And it was like, is it going through the questions? It was like, was it the same sort of feeling? I was like, yeah, same sort of feeling. I was like, I just started crying. And I was like, it's, I'm pretty sure it's broke again. What what, what was it? Like, I've never really spoke uh, about emotions or anything like that, but you know, you're saying you're crying. Would you say that time it was very sort of a dark period for you? Did, did you take a, a bit of a, a low in yourself. I'm not going to say you did you go through depression or something like that because we'd be on the BBC if we talked about stuff like that. But, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty positive person anyway. Like, yeah, yeah. But did did, did things go thing like you oh, Mill, Millie's a Millie's injury prone and will I play again and stuff like that? Because it it's awful to the best of us who 
you know, I when I used to roll my ankle easy as I got older, and you know, you used to go, oh, oh, is that it for me now and stuff like that? You've just broke your leg twice in the same place. Yeah. You know, was there ever a thought of I need to do it all again? I need to fight to get back. Um. Yes and no. Like. Uh, the first thing that went like I remember sat in the car and I was like saying to my dad no you're going to have to get me in the fire service here like I'm done I'm like, like I, need yeah. to go, I need to go get a job but like you ain't like as a boy I suppose grew up thinking right what what am I living to be playing football what, like what what better living to have than that at whatever level if you get by playing football and that's your job then then great um but that was kind of like reality check. It's not going to happen, or it's different, isn't it? I suppose if you you're elite and you you play football at a much better level than I ever did, then there's there's more support to getting back. I suppose yeah. at that sort of level, you I suppose it's not just about getting back playing, but you also need to earn money to have a living, don't you? So it's yeah, you could, I knew. I knew that. Who, who, who was it? Who was in charge on that that second night? Did you say the? Um, so it was Welshy and Stan. Uh, yeah, Scott Nurse that second night. Scott Nurse. Yeah. Which how 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 was it with them with them? Because obviously the other boys have been on. They they've spoke very very highly of them. Um, you know they they were big believers in you as well, weren't they? Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I never got chance or opportunity to show them what I could do because I just wasn't oh, I wasn't fit really um, yeah. I signed a, a, well fortunately I signed my deal a month or so before um, I broke my leg and then that ran all the way through to the end of the season which Scott and Hurst come in the following season and for the majority of that I was well, either in pot or like not fit or and then getting back fit where they, they give me every chance to be fair to them and I was getting back on on the bench but and then obviously that happened again. So it's dunno, I can't really say a bad word about them. What I can say is that uh Rob Scott was very angry and everyone was scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> and he used to go off his rocker and Hurst used to be stood next to him like that, like he won there. <laughs> and he just, yeah. um, and then Successful Hurst, partnership. Yeah. Successful partnership. Tactically, like, yeah, they, everything was organised and they'd travel separate from players and you get to training and everything was set up and then there'd be a clipboard there with everything being on time. To, and it was, yeah, it was diff, like, it was a different approach to how well she sort of took training and, and managed things. Um, yeah. More professional, I, I suppose, but on the other hand, I suppose things were better for me playing under Welsh. He was like a motivator to me. So, so really, Welsh, you probably got the, the best out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, I wouldn't say that's a reflection of what like Scott and Nurse did for me. It's just I want, I want ready, I want fit. Um, obviously, d- during the uh, the spell, um, obviously being with the Pilgrims, um, you had, I think you had loans across at Grantham, uh, Spalding United, and Lynn and Stanford to try and prove your fitness. Is that right? Yeah, so that's it. 
Boston won't work, you know, won't play. And at the same time, you're a young lad without, you haven't played for two years. You want to go play. You don't want to sit and wait for a chance, which I don't know. Hindsight, was it the right thing to do? Was it not? I don't know. Could I have sat there and waited on the bench a bit longer and maybe got an opportunity or or go play? So it's decided to go play. Well, I, yeah, well, nothing was the same. No matter where in, I went. In your, in your, in your defence, if you've not played for a long time, you need minutes. There's no, you weren't going to get any fitter yeah. match for it. Sat on the bench and waiting for an opportunity, and then allowing you to go out on loan to prove to then potentially come back. Yeah, uh, and, you know, like you said, you didn't probably have the the rub of the green with them um, due to obviously the injuries. Um, so when I think I've got down here as well, you also had loan spells at. Uh, sorry, a loan spell at Corn FC. Yeah, with, so um, with, with Laurie, Laurie Dugfield was the gaffer there. So I went and played for Laurie for a bit. It's great fun, to be fair. I probably stopped there longer if it wasn't an absolute trek from Skeg. Yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous, and and they kind of recognised that because they offered me more money to go play at Quorn than I was getting paid at Boston uh, to to sort of keep me going, and then I was like. In the end, I said it's not like it's not about the money because they said, "Well, if you like, there might be a bit there if it's if you if you need more money to come through." I was like, "No, it's really not about the money. It's just like five hours out of my day or four hours out of my day to go play and then come back." But even then, like I love, we were playing. <clears throat> obviously, we spoke about the Lincolnshire Cup. There was um, a Leicestershire Cup, similar thing, and we were playing like Leicester City. Uh, it, it was there under 23s. Tom Hopper was there, actually, in Boston, but he was there at the time. Yeah. And obviously, Laurie rang me up and he was like, right, I'll give you the night off. You don't need to come all the way through for a Leicestershire Cup. And I was like, what are you on about, Laurie? Like, I'm coming. Sort of thing. <laughs> and that's the sort of lad out, like, back then, you should map for football. Yeah, Laurie was very experienced. Um, very experienced player. Um, you, had, you had a spell with um, Jason, Lee, Jason Lee and Canners. So yes. when Rob all went went to the uh, the Mariners, your beloved Mariners, um, <laughs> Jace, Jace Lee and Canners um, stepped in, and I, I believe they offered you a, a, like a trial preseason. Yeah, pretty much. I, well, I, I ran Canners just when he when he got the job with Jason and said, "Look, just told him I obviously he knew me from my first spell. He was a uh, in the first team when I was a youth team and we used to like train a bit together and then I was like there's plenty of time to play with him before then uh, well after then sorry and then rang him up and said look I've not really settled anywhere uh, I feel like I'm fit I've been working out this close season can I come back will you give us a chance to prove myself uh, and they did they just said yeah come come see us Um and then, yeah, at the end of that pre-season, they said, look, yeah, look, we're, we can offer you a bit of a deal. Um, it, it was kind of like a pay-as-you-play sort of thing, an incentive there to get in the team, and then you get sort of like a bit more money if you, I guess, I suppose the worry for them is he's just had two broken legs, he ain't going to be fit, we don't want to give him a deal. And then, so it was like, a, yeah, we agreed with something like that. And anyway, injuries fell and... I think it was the first game of the season. I ended up starting it actually, um, and then yeah, again I was in, I was in the team for a little bit, and then yeah, just sort of like petered out really. What sort of players did uh, Jason Canners? Obviously, I, I, 
I've got loads of players going around in my head. But so what during that time, what players was you was you training with? What, who was you up against, sort of thing, for vying for the same positions? <laughs> oh, I suppose the the probably the best centre midfielder then would be Ben Mills. Right. Good, good player, to be fair. I think he'd just come out of professional football when Boston took him and yeah, good player then. Um but you, there was still like a bit of the leftover from the Hurston Scott era, if you like. There was still like overlapping players there. Did you have, did you did you have like Sleethy and Churchy, or have they moved? No, nah, I think Churchy had gone. He went to town, didn't he? I think with with Scott and Hurst. Yeah, uh, there was a lad called oh, Wilkinson, blonde-haired lad. He was playing centre mid as well. So it's like the Milne. I'm sure it was Wilkinson. I'm not sure. We'll have to get the stats. Stat yeah, we'll have to get the stat man out on there. <laughs> I'm wrong. I'd be gutted if I'm wrong. Yeah, it was like me <laughs> and uh, Milne sort of like competing, uh, mainly in midfield. But I think Noosh was like still up top and that. Canners was playing a little bit at first. Yeah. Jason Lee got back playing. Jason Lee. Uh, he, where do we go? We went away to Harrogate and he, I think he'd come on scored the winner with his head and I was kind of like close to it and I just remember him leaping up and I was like smash this head and won it anyway looked at me looked at the centre half as picking himself up off the floor and he's got like a crater in his head and blood trickling down the back of his head but oh yeah that'd be, that'd be Jason's elbows <laughs> yeah that's non-league for you uh, as, as Mickey not all call him the Spanish archers yeah uh, elbow um, now he's yeah, that was what he was renowned for. And at that time, obviously, we probably needed the points as well. Um, how, how good was it playing in a team with Canners? Oh, yeah, it's a lot. When we were youth team under 16s, you'd have to go watch the games or whatever. He, like Back then in the league, he was, like in our opinion, he was one of our better players in the league football. <laughs> so then to carry on with that, and, play alongside him. And he was, and he was a cracking salesman because... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're all signed up for each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, cheers, Canners. Yeah, uh, Canners, what am I entitled to? Oh, just, yeah, just pay it, Millsy. Just oh. sign here. That's what Canners used to say. Just sign in. It's easy. Well, I'll sort it out for you. Sort it out. Uh, no, he's a, a top man. During your loan spells, though, um, getting back fit, um, was there any teams which you played for where you thought, now, if it don't work out, this this is a good setup. I'd like to play it. Like you said, Corn, but it was too far away. You know, you had spells at Grantham, Lynn, Stanford. Yeah, I think Lynn, Lynn was the one I'd like, maybe like to work out, but they they messed me about quite badly, if I'm honest. Um, and I suppose it, well, there was Gary. Setchell that later managed me at Wisbeach. He was the gaffer there. And then there was he had an assistant, Kevin Boone. But I think John Blackwell was involved in me signing as well or helped out in that. Yeah. I went over. Um <clears throat> we had a trophy game, I think, at home and was won about five nil. It was like real comfortable game. Anyway, I come on the last 20 minutes, as you imagine. I think it was four-nil, like game was done and dusted. Did nothing wrong, but didn't set the world alight. What, what can you do in 20 minutes? Train exactly. And the next week, um, we had, I was cup tied or something like that. So I missed it. 
And then the week after, uh, Booney rang me up and was like, oh, there's, uh, there's something come up, Millsy, but uh, I, think, I don't think we can sign you anymore. And I was like, what do you mean sign me anymore? Like, you've signed me. I've played for you. I've trained for you. I just left the club. I was at, I was at Grantham. I just left Grantham, come across. What do you mean? And he was like, yeah, we, we need to sign this striker and we can't have both of you, so we, we're going to sign him. No, it, yeah. I played with this lad later on Bacon. I played with him at Wisbeach afterwards. But yeah, that was it. That was done dusted anyway. Obviously, I resented Setchell and Boone for that ever since. <laughs> I thought it messed me about terrible. Played at Wisbeach for years. Uh, Dick Creasy, actually, um, he, he, he sort of like stepped away. And... Uh, I sort of read on Twitter that the club's appointed Gary Setchell as manager. <laughs> I thought, terrific, here we go. Follow so, <laughs> the prize. This is going to be tremendous. Anyway, like he, he cleared the air pretty soon. He blamed it on Booney, whether it was Booney or whatever. I don't know. But anyway, after that point, absolutely loved it under him. And... Uh, yeah, could, like, couldn't say a bad word about it. I had, had a great time playing with him and then, yeah. And that, was, that was at Wizzy. Yeah, that was at Wizzy, yeah. You ended, up, you ended up making 346 appearances. There's a stat what I found out. That's not from Christian, actually. So he only does Boston United. I go Is that from Spenny? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 346 appearances. That's not bad. That's not bad. How many goals there? Uh, not many. <laughs> didn't get that, mate, did you? <laughs> Uh, like I say, we can we can put on that lovely new monitor Cookie's got in the background with off scripts on. We can get a, a video of Millie's cleanly struck goal that I watched last night on YouTube. Um, cross from the right. Good we'll finish. Pop, we'll pop the link in the description. Yeah. We need to get the Ferriby goal on there. Dig that one out. That is what we need. Um, so if anyone does have that North Ferriby goal, we can <laughs> um, But... So, you know, you've you've had them spells. You've probably wanted it to work out at, at Lynn. Um, you end up signing for Stanford, I believe, don't you? After Boston. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. I had a, I had a spell at Stanford. So another escape lad, actually, Miles Chamberlain. He was... Um, and, yeah, playing with Millie. Yeah, so he, he was there and travelling from Skeg. So he just... Yeah, basically said, yeah, come come over. Uh, and Dan Stedman as well at the time, I think. He's an ex-Boston as well, yeah. He, we just travelled through. So, yeah, stopped there for a bit. Um, yeah. Stead has just cut your head, didn't he? Yeah. Go do it. Do one now. <laughs> Legal trim. Um, yeah, enjoy, enjoyed it. Like, had a good time, but... It's like difficult because I suppose you, the only club I knew was Boston. So I suppose you make comparison to that, and and yeah. I suppose people that played at a better level than I ever did would 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 kind of like laugh at that maybe and think, well, I'd, like I'd be used to this if I come to Boston, I'd get it better. But I suppose it's what you're used to, isn't it? You always compare it to that, and you always yeah. I know when I've I've spoke to people and and people say exactly the same thing about. The only thing they know is Boston. Um, you know, even for training, you, you have the kit man down there laying all your training kit out ready. And, yeah. It's, it's and like, when you're at all the clubs, it's like, well, this isn't happening. What, what's going on? And you, yeah. you're like, it's a total different setup. And 
for a very well for a non-league outfit. It's a professional club. Um, people don't realise it. Um, they might do with this new stadium when they look at it and when they finally get in. But um, we'll, have, we'll have to give you a tour around, Millie. Um, I've, said that, I've said that on camera, so I've got to do it now, haven't I? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, a lot of people do the comparison. But like you said, you've gone from East Coast, Boston United. It's what you know, isn't it? Um, and how things... Oh, and, and, you know, you, you've had a, a wealth of... Um, knowledge from different managers not to say the other managers you had didn't have experience in the game but you look at the career Tommy Taylor had uh, and where, where he's been and um, England cap did he yeah um, obviously Welshy um, playing you know Scottish Prem um, legend at Peterborough I, I always remember the day watching Boston away at Peterborough Welshy got announced to the crowd I, I think yeah, he got announced to the crowd and the crowd were mental. The whole crowd. It was, it was obviously a legend at Peterborough. Um, Rob and Paul, you know, the wealth of knowledge they had. Um, yeah. And obviously Hersey's now back at, at Grimsby again. Yeah. Um, and then Jason Lee, the career he's had. Lee Cannibal, obviously his pathway, which we should hear very soon about. Um, spoiler. And yeah, it's, you know... You've got all these different um, experiences that you can obviously learn off, and uh, I, I, you know it's incredible where where you've been really, and it's just how, a, like, how you've how you've prolonged it from you know work, playing for your dad in a Tim Cowdell to then where where you've gone. It's just exceptional, really. Um, credit due to you, especially with what went on as well. Um, We've got, we've brought back the fan question, Cookie. Um, Scott, Bor- Scott Borrell, who um, is, a, is a big fan of Offscript, um, I sent him a, a message saying if he wanted to get a question in, involved. Um, and he, he sent two questions, but the, the, the second one might extend depending on your answer, Millie. Um, <clears throat> so his first question was, how did you feel about getting uh, dragged into play away at Merrim for the community team? <laughs> and I thought that was brilliant. That tickled me, that did. He said it must have been about 12 years ago. But I remember it. It called it earlier. I think you randomly said, my game's off. Can I play for you? And I was thinking, I don't know, I'll have a word. And I thought, wherever you was meant to be going, say, I don't know, Nantwich or Ferriby or whatever, and you end up playing at Merrim. Did you score, mate? I can't remember. I, don't, I, I remember we all had to take um, take a shift and going to get changed and then come out because it was that tiny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think I scored one from memory. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it's but back then I've already touched it. I loved playing. Didn't matter who for, and I suppose you back me up that even when we were putting on coaching sessions to play football with the seven or eight-year-old lads, I found it difficult sometimes to stand at the side and coach without wanting to get involved. Yeah. It's just just how I was. Football was like ingrained in me and I just wanted to play. It didn't matter who for. And if if my game was gutted, generally gutted, like I was off, sorry, if my game was off, I was generally gutted and just wanted to go get a game. Uh, which is a bit like where we're getting to now. 
Um, no games were scared. Well, obviously, our league's cancelled for the foreseeable. And you, I sort of like chatting to a few lads where I, where I'm living now, and they were saying the local leagues are starting back up. And I was sort of thinking, oh, hang on, then if local leagues are starting, but Skeg's not waiting like they're waiting until next season. Uh, yeah. It's bon- it's bon- it is it's bonkers to think that some of the more elite football stopped because they they made that decision earlier than obviously this this latest announcement is it's crazy. Isn't yeah. it? Is Buzz uh, Scott's uh, second question is. After the season, you won all the awards. Uh, five. Did you feel in your head you was better than Unibon, and did you have ambitions to go to a higher club? Did you have any offers from a higher club up the ladder? Yeah, um, no, no concrete offers. Um, but you were injured. Yeah, so I had I had ambitions. I didn't have ambitions to leave. I had ambitions to make a living out of football. Right. Um, I suppose back then when you were like playing, you used to get, oh, so-and-so's coming to watch today or this yeah. club here today and this club. And obviously it got fed, it got fed back to players. And I always remember like, well, she called me before one game and said, yeah, there's two teams here today. Uh, they're, they're here to watch you and uh, don't let it don't let it affect you sort of thing. And I was like, well, you shouldn't have bloody told me that, should I? But then, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, don't let it affect you. Just let it up your game. Yeah. And then, then, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no no offers. It was just, there was, there was no, there was aspirations to go play at the highest level you possible. Um, but there wasn't any part of me that ever thought I need to get away from Boston because I'm, like, I'm better than that because I've won five awards. It was more like, no, I want to get back playing for Boston. Yeah. And, and prove yourself again. Um, yeah. He he texted me earlier and he said, I, I think I'm nearly there with his, my 1 to 11. So, Cookie, this is your little uh, segment. Ah, here we go. 1 to 11. Um, is it a Boston United 1 to 11, Lou? Yeah, well, I was told it had to be a Boston United one to win. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I, I played it safe for him. Right, some of these ones who they play for so many clubs, they can't pick players. They struggle. So, yeah. right. so here no, we go. The keeper was the hardest one, to be fair. Because um, I was thinking, well, have I actually played with, like, I've trained with Bastock. I've been, I've played out away from Boston with Bastock. I've trained with, like, do you know what I mean? I've been around him so much and I was thinking, is it on record that I've made an appearance for Boston with Bastock? And I don't know if I have. So then I thought, well, what's the alternative? I could go like Tom Evans and then get a shameful advertising for where I work at Forrester Boyd and say Tom Evans is also there as well. So we've got Cameron and an advisor there. <laughs> Forrester Boyd and everyone should come use us. So that's... <laughs> That's where we got to with that. Right. Then we're going like box standard. I think we're going box standard 4 4 2. I've got a few names scribbled down. Cat Canners is, yeah, set in stone at right back. Uh, again, easy choice. Um, I don't know if I played with a right back that comes close. Centre halves, you've got. One you text me about saying nailed on, he's in the, he's gonna be in there. So you got Sean Pearson that's obviously yeah. went on went on from Boston to bigger and better things. 
Uh, you've got Paul Allender, who was, yeah, counting his hands in jelly babies and looking after me on my <laughs> first games. Powdering you. Uh, left back was hard, to be fair. Um, I was struggling with left back. I think where I got to was to go with Nick Jacks. No, not Nick Jacks. Um, to go. <laughs> you've, you've done him there. <laughs> uh, I think we'll go with a right footed left back, Matt Bloomer. Really? Sorry, so, sorry, Jacko. You, you should have changed your one to 11. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not going see some of these. Where I'm going to after here, I'm, I'm I perhaps didn't play with them when they was at their best, but they've probably had the best careers. Didn't, didn't you play with Gels, Jellyman? Gels there at the club. Ah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, Blue, Blues has got the nod. Oh, I don't know. Blues has just you know lost the record. In my head, I thought you'd go Canners, Jellyman, uh, Pearson, and obviously Ellie's a. Dead sir. I was unsure about what was the goalkeeper did you say? Evans. Tom. Yeah, gone Evans, because I've not sure whether I've made an appearance with Bastock or what right. I tell you what, Butcher's gonna be fuming. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, fuming Butch. Jacko last week. <laughs> That's like the Wisby Jaxley uh, sort of like That's Derby it. coming through. Yeah, I can't pick him. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, probably I'm gonna throw Jellyman in. He's got a book, hasn't he? So that's that's better than Bloomer. There we go, mate. There you go. I'm trying to get him some royalties as well. Do you, uh, want, do you, want, do you want Bloomer on the bench? Yeah. yeah I haven't done any bench. sorts. There you go. Uh, in the midfield, then, we've got David Farrell on the left wing. Player. Great Don't player. know if many could argue with that one, to be fair. Uh, been around, done it, and still had a bit when I was playing, so... Can't really argue with that, I don't think. And then in the midfield, there's like four names I've got here for midfielders. I'll narrow it down to two, but we've got <laughs> three old school. You've got Tolbert. Yeah. Steve Melton and Ben Sedgemore, the old school ones. So they've had the careers. Yeah. Uh, I suppose guidance, if anything. I was just a young whippersnapper, obviously, what a dare shirt. Remember Tolbert pulled, pulled, pulled me one day after training towards the end of because I think he he left halfway through the year, but basically he said to me, um, I expect you to be wearing my shirt by the end of this season and if you're not doing something wrong. Yeah. And I, like, remember it and thought, yeah, decently he'd say that, to be fair, because that's kind of what it's about. But then I suppose the other one's Churchy. Churchy was good. He had the, he had the combination with Sleethy. And you, uh, anyway, I suppose we, we looked at it and thought, who's better, Churchy or Sleethy? But I think Sleethy was just like fit as anything you know. But Churchy had, he had that like grit and nastiness about him, but then technically very good as well. So I think we'll go with Tolbert and Church. Tolbert and Church, right. The, the others can go on the bench, Millie. We can have a bench. And then right wing, Danny and Gesson. Remember him? Did you play with Danny and Gesson, did you? I did Danny and Gesson, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For the resis, that, does that count? <laughs> yeah. He was... Um, you, you do You do realise this is going to be a nightmare for Cookie to spell, so we'll have to find these out for him. Yeah, find them out. <laughs> he, was, he was unbelievable. Like, 
well, that question uh, <laughs> that I got asked, did you ever feel like you shouldn't be a boss if you won the awards? Danny and Gesson was what I felt too good for boss. I think he'd come from Rangers, didn't he, on loan? That was one of Steve Evans' connections, if you like, but he was, yeah, he was ridiculous. So going uh, back to your midf- midfielders, are you putting Sleaf on the bench, Sedgemore? Or are you just having Sleaf on the bench? No, we'll go Sedgemore on the bench. Sorry? We'll go Sedgemore on the bench because he used to like roll up. I think he had like a real old school jaggy type. So that's one. <laughs> 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 he used to get out, he used to come to the game of York Street and get out like a don. So just... <laughs> uh, and then up top, again, there's some there's some names there. There's obviously like Jason Lee. Didn't play with him that much, but played with him. And obviously, you can look at his career. Uh, Mark Newsham was. Is he Boston's all-time top goal scorer? Is he? he might he's, 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 he's one of them. He's one. Um, he's got. He's got. Jim, a, he's got a, a, a lounge named after him at the new stadium. That's it. I can't Amazing believe he's got it. I can't believe he got the nod over me. If I'm honest, but he, <laughs> he got Joe. The problem is he's, he scored more than fifty goals. You only scored five. <laughs> he played 50 times <laughs> hey, hey but, but righty did he win five awards did he win five well, <laughs> there could be a petition started after this yeah this is well strikers I was struggling you got like I say Jason Lee Joe Chim Newsham Ricky Miller oh. Spencer Weir Daly so is yeah Tom Hopper, can you count him? He played. He played at about 14 for us. I thought there was a sideline like reason for getting him in the team at 14, whether Bob thought they were going to get a bit of extra coin from it. I don't know. Yeah. You'll have to get the chairman on and ask him that. Yeah. Uh, who, would, who would you nail down as your, your nine and ten? Weird daily. Oh, Spencer, Cookie's favourite player. And Joe Chim, I guess. Quite the same, quite the same type of player. Oh, I'm not picking it to win a game. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, we'll have Jace, Jason Lee and Swear Daly up I can't, I can't believe... Newsham on the bench? Yeah, yeah, without, yeah, without that. Oh, Noosh will be gutted about not making the other starting eleven. But hey, your team is the hard, it's the hard, hard thing picking the team. That's yeah. See, now you got me thinking, Nooshin. You like that? I'm going on career impact player. I'm going on Joe Chim's performance against Darlington, where he wanted to move. The best <laughs> player on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, cut yeah, to it. Who's, uh, who's the skipper? Ellender. Who else? Yeah. Ellender. Of course. Of course. And who, who would be the managers? Oh. Ooh. From your time. Steve Welsh. There you go. Well, she's got players to work with and an extra session to do. There we go. Good team. Like that.
Decent. <laughs> and quite a humble guy, even though he's won five awards. I don't know whether I've mentioned five. <laughs> um, he's not even put himself in the team. Nah. So I didn't, play, um, didn't play enough games, did I? Well, I don't know. You, you, you got an A4 piece, <laughs> A4 uh, sheet of paper filled by me, so it wasn't too bad. <laughs> um, so the, the teams after Boston, we've, we've covered obviously teams away during the era of Boston, but from, after the Boston era, you went to Wizzy, um, you had two spells there, 346 appearances mentioned earlier. You signed for Spalding, um, and then so you went back to Wizbeach the season after Jono, I believe, as you were saying earlier, because um, he made the move back quite quickly. You then, quite a big news, is if you actually search at, uh, Millie's name on, on Google, it, I think it could be the third or fourth hit, is the breaking news of Claythorpe's town signing in from Wizbeach. <laughs> <laughs> the, the energetic midfielder, I thought he's right in this. Um, he's right, right in his own uh, own media. So you moved to Cleethorpes. Um, how, what was it like? Because Cleethorpes were, were on the up when you were moving there, weren't they? Surely. Yeah. It, I think it still are. Like it just didn't, it didn't work out for me how I wanted it to go. Um, I is that moved. is that down to uh, like personal reasons, or was it you, you with work, or was you struggling uh, to? Yeah. Well. You didn't, you didn't fit the type of players they got or the system? No, I mean, their skipper and best player is is centre midfielder, Fletty. Uh, so that obviously had an impact. Uh, you, you're, trying to, you're trying to get his shirt when he's, your best, when he's their best player. So, yeah, that, that comes by it. <sighs> I suppose... They were on the up. I. What, what was the reason for going to Cleethorpe? Was it because it was on the up, or was it because it was close to home? Close to home, really. I yeah. like live this way now. Uh, kept an eye on how they were doing. Obviously, saw them coming up through the leagues and thought. Obviously, Blooms was the assistant there. So right. I messaged, messaged Blooms and said, "But any chance I can come over and like tr- train me a pre-season?" And then he sort of. And met with him actually in the pub around the corner, and like sort of said, "Yeah, come," but pr- pretty much agreed a deal. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, we was. Um, <laughs> did Ben go there after Boston? Did Ben? Did what? Was it Ben Davis who played for us? Yeah. Played? So did he? That, I uh, I was in the t- team, if you like, in pre-season. Um, and then I went away on holiday, so my own fault. I only got myself to blame. <coughs> <laughs> when I come back, Ben Davis had signed, and I was like, "Oh, here we go!" Like I remember, like he's he's a name you know from football. Like someone like me that lives and breathes football, you you like you knew who he was. You didn't even have to Google him and see where he's played. And then, <laughs> and then, like obviously, all of a sudden, you're fighting against Ben Davis and Flay for it. For a start, and yeah, it, it, it didn't yeah. work out. Like they were doing well, they were flying, and I, yeah, decided to go <clears throat> dual registration, if you like. Which, in hindsight, I think, like we know, dual registration don't 
you don't really go to a team with a view to come back, but it's kind of like that. That's that. Um, but yeah, so that's where it was after that. But then obviously got the opportunity to go back to the hometown. There you go. October 2020, just out of lockdown one. Uh, it's time for Skeg Town. Um, yeah. and, and they, they were, well, I, I saw the article when you uh, when you signed, they were buzzing to get you. Um, I was you know, well happy to go. I was well happy to go there. Like, really yeah. happy. You, yeah. You've got you've got Jace there, who you've probably played with before. Um, Kingy. Um, is is the Parker? Is Parker there? No, um, no, he's not. No, briefly. Yeah. No, um, but you know, obviously reigniting the, uh, the partnerships with some of the uh, old Boston players, so it comes full circle back to the hometown. Um, down at Wayne Fleet Road, where the East Coast started, probably. That's it. Yeah, and like really, really look forward to it. Like, just got like, I don't know, even though it was like stepping down the league, and not, you don't mean that disrespect or any sort of way. It was like hunger again, and then like keen to impress again, and just everything comes back. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously. Like they again, they were playing really well. So I found myself on the bench the first few games, then got into the team, and then COVID hit. There <laughs> we go. Just that's where we are. So, like, um, do you? Um, is it is it much better with obviously your current work? Because obviously, when you uh, was with Boston, you was working for us. You had that second, um, that second break, which gives you that thinking time for you to become a that. Like, I think you decided you were going to become an accountant. Um, so <clears throat> you sort of told us, yeah, I'm coming back, but you're still going to be doing them sessions. So cheers for that, man. Um, <laughs> but, you're, you know, you're fully qualified accountant now. Where do, you, where do you say you're working at? Is it with Tom Evans, did you say? Or is he with... Uh, yeah, so our, he's, a, he's a financial advisor, but we've got Forrester Boyd, accountants, and then Forrester Boyd, wealth management. He's the other side on, on the accountant side, yeah. There we go. Off, off script could be getting sponsors because he's just name dropped him twice yeah. during the podcast. So, <laughs> um, now enjoy it. Obviously, quite a hectic job. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's busy, but we shouldn't ever complain when we're busy. So, no, definitely not. Do you, did you miss coaching ever? Or did you? Yeah, yeah. If you like, I'd be lying if I sat there and said like day to day is more enjoyable there's there's pros and cons with both um some some sessions we did at some schools and we'll main, name those schools uh were were as stressful as dealing with demanding clients that need deadlines meeting um but at the same time where i am i've done well with forrester boyd and very happy there, and, and things are going well for me. So. With, with, with the job that you did, is, is there a, a healthy balance? Obviously, did it ever conflict with football? Did, did you ever miss training because you had deadlines, or was it, you know, they're, they're, they're really good. So we can be flexible with hours. If I evening game need to shoot off early to get on a away game somewhere, yeah, make the time up in the week. Uh, obviously, in your busy periods, that gets a bit more awkward, but it's still flexible. It's down to me to, to do the work in, in the period I'm there. So um, I suppose the reason behind 
coming away from Wisbeach was that drive on a Tuesday night was becoming too much. Yeah. Uh, else I'd still, like, I had no reason to leave Wisbeach or come away from that. I was a skipper at the time that still loved it. Um, but yeah, thought Cleethorpe's on the doorstep, didn't work out. Dead happy to go to Skeg because it's all we've got an office in Skeg as well. So it, I mean, it's it's ideal. And the lads, great set of lads, good gaffer, club. I'm sure you've seen the facilities, great yeah. facilities. Um, can't complain. There you go. Uh, get your car washed on the way out. That's it. <laughs> um, Cooks, did you want to do ask? Obviously, if he's got any advice for the youngsters, for the younger viewers. Uh, yeah, just um, if a younger player gets an injury, have you got any advice to help them get through it? Because it can be quite. Because they're already yeah. good. At, they're already good at FIFA, Millie. So that that's can't be one of the. Yeah, advice. don't sit there and play FIFA. Too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think it's like it's just being strict and giving yourself that time each day just to do half an hour, an hour of. We'll call it rehabilitation work, but if you've got links to a physio or someone's giving you some exercises to do, it's just being disciplined and make sure you're getting them done because you might feel at the time they're not doing a great deal for you or that might be pretty pointless or easy, but it's just it's just helping those muscles that haven't been doing things or doing what they're used to doing um, just get back to where they should be. Awesome. Yeah. Would you would you change anything apart from the injuries? Would you change anything if you was to look back at the uh, the 14, 14 year old Adam Milson um, going to play for that Scottish fella? <laughs> looking, looking back, would you do anything different um, throughout your career? No, I, I, I'd find it difficult to tell you something right now that I'd do differently. Yeah. yeah in hindsight that you think uh, like I haven't worked out perhaps and shouldn't have gone there but if you hadn't gone you wouldn't know that and you'd have been thinking what yeah. if like King's Lynn for instance yeah it's, it could be easy for me to sit there now and say I should never have gone there but what like what if I, I'd have been yeah. sat there look, look where King's Lynn are now that could have been me or whatever <laughs> like, do you know what I mean yeah, yeah definitely so, no, it's um, that's cool. I, just before we um, we wrap it up, because um, that's it for me. I thought I'd just say because we don't normally plug uh, upcoming guests, um, just in case things happen. And hey, look, still in the next couple of weeks, things might change. But we've um, we've got coming on next week um, to probably set the record straight about what all these young lads have been saying. We've got Steve Welsh coming. <laughs> he texts me saying, they're making out I'm a lunatic. <laughs> that was his word. So, he is um, a lunatic. <laughs> he's going to come on. and He's an interesting guy anyway, Steve. Um, talk about his time probably in the in the forces. Um, Ask him about Ali McCoist's boot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got a few stories. Um, I've just got... To, Tell him to keep it PG. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so we've got Welshy coming up, Steve Welsh coming up next week. Um, and then on the 25th, um, again, probably due for the release the following day, um, we have Lee Cannaville coming up. So, ex player and manager of Boston United. So, that's a good one to uh, 
look forward to. And we might get another one squeezed in between them two. So glad all, that looking, all, all looking good on off script. Millie's, Millie's like that. Now he's got his done. And <laughs> uh, well, she can come on after to... Yeah, they've got better stories, Lewis. I don't want to be following them. That'd be a tough act to follow. <laughs> right. Following Jacko and Fieldy, that's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jacko's going to be fuming. He's not in the <laughs> Especially when you named him and then dropped him. Wow. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. I think that's worse. And then Bloomer, bless him. You won't be going to Creek Ups Town in time soon. Yeah, well, that's it. He didn't. Uh, over a skipper and Ben Davis at Fleetwood. <laughs> That's it. Now, from from me, uh, many thanks a lot for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. Um, the people who was asking me to come on, hopefully they've uh, enjoyed the listen to uh, their favourite player. Um, so yeah, just just obviously thanks for coming on, Cooks. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, appreciate it, mate. <laughs> Enjoy right, it, chat. That's it. That's it for uh, off script. Um, until next week, see you again soon. Cheers. Take care.